0: favorite dude on Anti-Hero, Hewitt. He <laughs> knows he knows which one.
1: Yeah. Two <laughs> That's uh, cool. What you know? Tell there's me something. There's too many people here. Too many people. Come back at night.
0: Del Skate Park in San Francisco I'm Schmitty and this talking Schmidt today on the episode it's episode number 90 we got the mayor kids it's uh, James Kelch good one for you before we start though I gotta fucking pay a little tribute to this guy right here Mark Dillard aka Nosy Woke up Saturday morning after, uh, fuck, Friday night was pretty hard for the whole country here in the RGB news. She passed, but she lived 87 years. This guy was 22. They took him way too soon. Um, I don't know, my heart sunk. Uh, That hit me pretty hard Saturday morning and uh, definitely was sad, still am, but like Saturday was, whew. I know all you out there that knew him. I was getting text messages from lots of people, like concerned, like what happened? Fuck, way too soon. What a rad kid. Always fucking hyped. Man, he was always at the skate park when I would show up and he'd rush right over and and give me a proper hello. And you know, he loved to hear stories and ask questions. Uh, Just, seen him grow up since he was 13 nine years you know anyhow this episode is obviously dedicated to nosy and uh kids out there fuck stay the fuck up do what you're gonna do but do it properly man let's not fucking die 2020 sucks straight up but uh we can avoid it and we can fucking work through this. So come on all, we need ya. Um, let's let's rally together and fucking sh- share some love. Hello, this is
2: James Couch and you're listening to Talking Schmidt.
3: It's cool, like tonight is the night.
2: Here we go again. Just give it the old cars turn, isn't it? All oh, big dogs in. Hey. 86 times, Schmidt.
3: Thanks, Schmitty. We
2: on? Schmitty? Talking Schmidt.
3: That's called going to the hospital, uh, bitch. I can shit in my <laughs> pants. pants. Your hey, Rolodex is fucking deep. It's about the one? The one? The one? Who's this guy? Who's this tough
2: shit? What's up? We're tastemakers.
3: Come on, Schmitty. What the fuck? I'm here for Greg Smith. Yay!
0: All right, guys, if you got your headset on or you're in front of a computer, either way, put aside the next hour. You're not going to want to hit pause. We got a fucking legend on the show today. I'm really hyped to finally catch up with James Kelch out in Cincinnati. How you doing,
2: James? I'm doing good, man. Just relaxing. These are my reading glasses. I don't even have real glasses yet. I'll go get them soon.
0: I just got new ones like a week ago.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, well these on, right? I can't see shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you got the silver and black going, huh?
2: Yeah, that's my window cover for when I play uh, video games in the sunshine. Okay. So, so Even myself
0: out here? Yeah, I think you're looking good, man. What's
2: going on? I well, saw a picture of San Francisco today in Blade Runner 2049. They put all the photos next to each other. It looked exactly the fucking same. Yeah,
0: I know. Yeah. And, and people have way too much time on their hands so they can do all these crazy photoshops and all that shit.
2: Like, it's time. It's just, That's all we got right now. Yeah. So, uh, hell yeah. Who's doing that layback run right there? Bill Shao. Oh, sick. Yep. Oh, yep. Hell yeah. yes, sir. Like I said, I'm blind. I can't see. <laughs> no, it's
0: all good. Somebody just sent me that photo framed. It's a Tobin photo and I guess I mentioned it or something, and then somebody fucking got it for me. I was so hyped.
2: Yeah, hell yeah.
0: How's Cincinnati treating you? I
2: like it. It's mellow. Yeah? It's a little bit backwards, but you know, mellow. <laughs> yeah, I dig it. Sick. Yeah, there's not much happening out here.
0: Were you born there?
2: I was, yeah.
0: In Cincinnati?
2: Yes, sir. Well, not in the city. Right outside the city in a place called Hamilton. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: And and then how long were you there till you moved out to SF?
2: I was a military brat. I, I never really lived here as a kid. was born here, in Mississippi, then England, then Germany, then Austria, then Louisiana, then San Francisco.
0: Oh, damn.
2: Yeah, it was wild. Every few years, you would get transferred to a new base, so you would just back up and move on.
0: Where was the city that you discovered skateboarding? San Francisco. Oh, really? How old were you? Yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah. Uh, 15. Okay. Almost 16.
0: Yeah. what part of Mississippi were you in
2: I don't know I do remember what part of Louisiana though I was really little in Mississippi
0: oh uh, okay yeah, yeah I we live in
2: Shreveport, Shreveport Louisiana uh, city. sick
0: We uh, on Skate Rock we got kicked out of Mississippi we had to gonna leave the state
2: <laughs> a little too wild for them yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: next, next stop uh louisiana
2: <laughs> yeah yeah let you slide a little bit more
0: <laughs> hey before you, we start i was wondering did you see that uh that uh destroy my face supposed artwork thing that the guy did in a uh, skate park back in holland it was on instagram this week and uh i did it, not dude it did not go over well it was like all these photos of girls faces like blown up on the floor of the skate park. And the yeah. idea is to just skate it until the faces are removed and it's called okay. destroy this, uh, destroy my face. I don't know. Oof. if I don't know if those guys were in <laughs> tune with feminism out there, but it did well, not. I guess not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: I guess they weren't. Yeah. It's it's Damn. Uh,
0: it, it backfired quick.
2: Good. So, um, <laughs>
3: all
0: right, let's get into it. Um, Cincinnati, yeah. real quick, since we're fucking looking at your Raiders backdrop and your Raiders jersey, how are yeah. you not a Bengals fan? I mean,
2: I don't hate on them. <laughs> like I said, I didn't really live here. Uh, okay. My first experience with football was as a very young child, like six, seven years old. It was Tampa Bay Buccaneers' first year in the season. I lived in Europe. And my father sat me down because we played football out back. And he was like, all right, these are Raiders, drunk, beards, rude. This is the new team, popsicle orange, You like them, we're going to root for them. And I was just, I picked the Raiders. And didn't even know much about football and the Raiders just became part of me. <laughs> just My whole entire life, he's just been. I like the Raiders.
0: So that was before you even moved to the Bay Area.
2: I didn't even know where Oakland was. <laughs> I didn't even know where California was at. Sick. Yeah, I was that less with it.
0: was it? Kenny um, Stabler. Who was? Do you remember the team?
2: Yeah, I think he was Plunkett. Still there, man. It
0: could have been Plunkett. Plunkett
2: came later when I was like thirteen. Okay, no, from ten, he came in when I was like eleven. Plunkett. So was the then snake. They got the Super, then they got the Super Bowl when I was thirteen.
0: Oh, sick!
2: Yeah, Plunkett played for the Patriots and then the Niners. Then he came over to us as like a, just an old bum guy. Yeah, this way. Our out. guy got broke. He came in off the bench. We went on won the Super Bowl. Then they benched him again a few years later, 83. Guy got broke, came off the bench, and won us another Super Bowl. <laughs> 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 you
0: the sickest Raider of all time. Who's your favorite?
2: Your favorite Raider? They'd probably Plunkett. It. Plunkett? It. Yeah, I'm going Pat- Lester
0: the Molester.
2: Or Cat, I love Lester and the stick, man, my favorite. Yeah. You know, he's second in the record books with 13 picks in a season, right? Yeah. But two of them were called back on penalties on the defensive line, and he had three in the postseason. So, just to say, Lester has the most INTs in a year. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and the intimidation factor was insane with like the fucking stickum just dripping off his gloves. and
2: he would, he would put gobs of it on the inside of his ankles. Yeah. And as it were off during the game, he would just get more. I seen him intercept the pass with his shoulder pad once. You, should, you can find it on YouTube.
0: How sick.
2: <laughs>
0: Did you get into baseball too or not as much?
2: Not as much, but yeah, I totally like baseball.
0: Who, who's the, who's your oh, Red,
2: Reds Giants A's oh, okay That's my childhood shit yeah I was always a Reds fan because of course I was born here huh. then moved to the Bay Area lived on Treasure Island so I was in the middle we would always go to I went to more A's games as a kid but more Giants games was in the pool
0: hmm fun fact about Ohio true or false the boneless was invented out there
2: from what I hear yes yeah from what I hear yeah the GSD guy uh huh yeah, D.O.'s banks. I wasn't there, so I couldn't uh, tell you if it's for real or not. But, yeah, I've been told that for most of
0: my life. <laughs> okay. All right, well, let's talk about um, 15 years old. You moved to San Francisco? Yes. What, what part of the city?
2: I moved to Treasure Island. Treasure Middle Island? Of the city. Yeah, out there on the bay.
0: Okay. It was the Navy
2: base. My stepfather was in the uh, he was a master chief in the Navy.
0: Is that where you lived Eight. the whole time?
2: Yeah, until so my parents moved. Yep. From 85 to 90, I'm thinking. 90? No. Whenever I was turning 18, because they moved out there and I came with them. And then my 18th birthday was coming. And I remember telling my mom, like, I just want to go. Oh, that's what I want for my birthday is to take it back to San Francisco. I escape
0: so how did the skateboarding thing all happen? Like, you saw somebody, you saw it in a magazine, a movie, what? No,
2: I saw, well, the first time I saw skateboarding, I was a BMX guy. I mean, my memory comes and goes, I'm 50 now. <laughs> but um, Same. I think it was, it was gone in a BMX Plus magazine. No way. Yes, I'm sure we can look this shit up on the internet and make sure I'm, if I'm telling the truth here or not. Okay. But uh, I'm pretty sure it was gone. BMX Plus mag was my first introduction to skateboarding. Then when we moved to Treasure Island, I just I saw some kids skating. And They had a little crew and girls smoking cigarettes. You know they're having fun. I was on my bike like, ah, I kind of like that. And my friend said he had skateboards and he let me borrow one of his. And we, we start skateboarding. We yeah, had caballeros. Couple up.
0: <laughs> was there a bus that went out there that would bring you into the city?
2: AC, AC Transit. Yeah, the number seven or whatever the fuck. No, 49. I don't remember. Fuck. yeah, AC Francis. <laughs> so, it ran until one in the morning.
0: Oh, my God. So you see Gons in the magazine and then some kids around the island and you start fucking around on the board and, like, pretty much that becomes your new passion.
2: Yes, basically, yeah. I, I, as soon as I got that board, I didn't even have my own board yet. It was mostly his board for not too long, a few oh. months or so. So I talked to my parents and we get one, but yeah, that's all I cared about. Once I stepped on it, everything else is just waste of time. Right. School, everything. like just fuck <laughs> <off>. <laughs> yeah. So I decided what I was going to do with the rest of my life. Is it wasn't going to be the standard. Like I've up on that as a young child, but, uh, yeah, as mm. soon as I got on that skateboard, that was, that was it.
0: Okay. Was there some early shit that you remember? Like, uh, uh, early spot that you would go to that you looked at at skateboarding wise or like people that were ripping in the city or anything that like,
2: I knew nothing of it. I, I, I was on treasure Island skating and basically cause you guys know what treasure Island is now. It was, it's just a, it was a skate park. Yeah. Yeah. There's banks and fucking all curbs painted the barracks, the whole shit everywhere. So I just skated there. we get magazines, trasher and stuff from trans world and just looking there and then i started realizing like oh there's professional skateboards this is a dumbass story i go to a mall with my parents i go into a, a sports store in the mall and they, they're selling skateboards and they have boards on the wall and i remember looking at this board i had railroad tracks on it and snake and i get back to school and i tell my friends i'm like man i saw the best board ever it's called the nail bender and then they were like bro you're a <laughs> And I was like, oh, for real! Like, and then that's when I started realizing there's pros. Then I started seeing Tommy, and it's saying that he skated in San Francisco. And so I started like, you know, like, damn, there's professional skateboarders right across the bay over there. And the first spot I ever saw was in Market Area. Was it? Yeah, I took a bus to the to the terminal, AC Transit terminal. I forget what they called that terminal right there down on Mission, and um, asked this, these kids where people skateboard at, and they said right down here at this plaza. I went straight down to the plaza. Never left.
0: <laughs> so,
2: yeah.
0: Were there some people that you met, like, early on that continued to skate along the way? Or did you kind of just meet people and then, like, as your levels progressed, you met new people? Or how did it work?
2: Yeah, just most of the people I met skateboarding. Well, my first skateboard friend was Ron. It's just a guy named Rahm, and I skated him for a long time until he, his mother caught him smoking weed and sent him off to rehab. And I didn't really see him after that. And then when I did see him, though, he was—he said he was a, like a fisherman or something. Kind of, I think they had him on drugs or pills or some shit. Oh, but most of my friends were just, I'd be at school, Trejo Middle School or Galileo High School. Kids would see me with a skateboard. We'd become friends. We'd all just start going to Embarcadero. They would start coming down more. Other people were coming around. He started like staying there. And it was just mostly those guys. Some grew out of it, some stayed in it. But it was always just, Mostly the people that were from around downtown.
0: What well, was Embarcadero like in the earliest stages? Was that area like pretty congested with uh, shoppers and stuff? Or was it
2: like it was for the most part always? Yeah, it was the business people having lunch, shoppers, tourists. They set up volleyball tents, you know, just use it for what it was designed for, mm-hmm. not skateboarding. Yeah, it was always like that then we would just move out of the way. And so we kind of took it over and they didn't even do much there for a long time. Wasn't all that, they used to have ice skating rinks there, they're in fake snow, and then it all stopped. And then they got mad at us and then it all kind of started back. Okay.
0: Yeah, now but they got it going. What the yeah.
2: was. I know it wasn't because of us, but just not much is going on. You right. two came and did a concert at one time. Who's that? You two. Got arrested? And spray paint on the fucking uh, fountain? <laughs> Got arrested
0: and shit. <laughs> oh, sick! I forgot about that. I do remember seeing that. When was it? Like, oh shit! I'm good.
2: First time someone said something to me about they they thought I might be a good skateboarder was an accident trick. I, I was trying. To, I was just doing all the tails on herbs and stuff. Right. Foot come off a little bit front foot yep one foot to tail they were raging I was just like yeah whatever they were the that, like, that was unbelievable right Like yeah. yeah but not really it was mostly after a little after that like just ollieing over shit when people were like damn you got good snap and I didn't know if I had good snap or not and I was just like yeah and they were like yeah no, you can't all of that shit and I, yeah. I rode bikes for a long time I got strong legs not that big a deal I can't do all that other shit I can't even skate a fucking ramp <laughs> like, it doesn't matter i <laughs> just ollie. <laughs> I would just go around and ollie all day, do flat ground grabs. Just ollie grab the board, melons, mutes, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Was there
0: any videos back then that you were watching? Pal
2: videos? Pal, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those are mostly the ones. Pal, when they would go to Thrashmore or whatever it was, the hell it was called. I can't remember. Okay. The redneck guy talking about a possum or something. those videos yeah those (laughs) are the ones just watch them over and over and over and and, and all them dudes right talk about yeah
0: yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) Uh, that's kind of like one of the main ones that like street skating kind of all those dudes ended up being in that contest and it was like holy shit everyone's here yeah
2: Christian was in there right
0: yeah, Christian. It like I'm
2: mixing some of these old ones up. Yeah. It oh, it was
0: everybody up. dressing, uh, you know, Noddis, Gone, Tommy.
2: Gone, Christian. Tommy. Neil Blender?
0: Blender was there, yeah. Yeah.
2: See, yeah, yeah. yeah that video. was, I remember <laughs> that
0: one just in the VCR all day. Yeah. How soon, like, did you have an understanding of who Tommy was? Was he kind of like an idol before you got to meet him?
2: Yes, when I first started seeing who he was, I mean, it was still all that just getting to know what all this was about. And I knew he was in the magazine, of course, mm-hmm. had sponsors because you know Fog Town or whatever. I don't remember what the ads were. Yeah, and pushing up. Remember the one where he pushes pushes up the wall with his foot on the ground and pushing yeah. it up. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. I knew shit was going down, but I hadn't quite known. But as just going to the city, going to school, meeting people, they would explain shit to you, and you would figure it out, and then.
0: Right.
2: And then once you like seen them, seen the videos and you're like, oh, dude, that's the streetscape. Like, yeah. Tommy was the everything. <laughs> yeah. what, what school did you go to? Trail Hill Middle School and Galileo High School.
0: Oh, shit. That Galileo is where OJ went, right?
2: Yeah, Totally. <laughs> 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 that's the homie
0: <laughs> <laughs> how sick um, What were you in school with anybody that later turned in to be like oh I went to school with Javante or somebody
2: no I didn't go to school with Javante He went to Wash or some other shit
0: uh-huh.
2: no I went to school with a guy named Scott no you know who I did go to school with those uh Joey Trichet. oh okay yeah it was this continuation school where you go one day a week and they give you a week's worth of homework and you just do it all, come back next Wednesday, turn it in, take a test, get to next week's work, and then you could just knock out the shit you missed from cutting school and graduate. And that's where I met him. We graduated on the same stage.
0: No Independent
2: way. studies, it was called.
0: How sick.
2: Yeah, I went because my mom asked me to. So, you know, I realized.
0: <laughs> so, when, what's the first thing you get for free?
2: Jim Thiebaud, Santa Monica wheels. Really? Yeah. SMA. I barely even knew this dude sitting on the stage and he asked me if I wanted him because mine was fucked up and I said yes.
0: And I took him. And did that lead into anything else or did...
2: Not right, not right then, no. no. That was just him giving the kids some wheels he saw that needed. And like he still does to this day, I'm pretty sure.
0: Yeah, always yep. Jim's giving. Well, what's your first like flow or, or sponsor or something? Just
2: got make sure of Dogtown.
0: It was Dogtown?
2: It was Dogtown, Indy, Spitfire.
0: Dogtown, Spitfire. Okay. Dogtown when it was in SF? like uh, Yes,
2: yes. When it was, was in S- so wasn't there long, even. Fosco, Red Dog, and some other people came to Embarcadero with, I don't know if what they were doing, a demo or something. They had kids with them skating. I mean, I, I'm not even going to tell the story correctly, because it's just really- But I'm skating. There's a dude watching me. I asked someone like, what's up with this guy? And then they were like, bro, that's that's fucking Fosco. The guy, Grasher, handy, all that shit. Oh, It was Greg Carroll telling me this
4: actually. Oh shit.
2: And then I was like, all right. And he's like, just, I was like, well, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Skated. Made sure I skated right where that guy was standing the entire fucking time. Everywhere he went, I went over there. (laughs) And then at the end, him and, Red Dog, and I don't remember who else might have been with him. You know who was fucking with him? Who <laughs> was the handplant plant guy from the Market Arrow back in the day. Everyone hated him. Oh. The handplant plant guy. Fuck, rode for India and all that. Oh, see, it's a lame story because I can't even remember his damn name, man. Short swords look like a surfer.
0: I don't remember.
2: Yeah, I can't get it. But anyway, he hated me, and after they gave me some stuff right there on the spot and left, he came up to me and he said, if you and your friends ever steal any skateboards again, you're fucking done. (laughs) And I was like, no one steals skateboards. That is all rumors. All rumors. (laughs) That was ridiculous.
0: That was Dogtown that you were getting at that time?
2: Yep. Dogtown, yeah okay right when they were going to uh, chris markovitz started coming around and, and he was part of their uh getting on them
0: because it was out of like deluxe at the time right or it was it was yeah
2: i think it was it was it was nsf near deluxe out there where all the little places were at that time it was just mm-hmm. off in this you know how they have those parking lots and just office buildings little setups that they built yeah it was in one of those things okay and it was and, pretty, it was little
0: And then was there, did you get some other shit going between that and real, or was it straight from there to real?
2: I mean, I was getting some stuff from h Street at one point for a little while. Trenowski was my buddy and was hooking me up. Carol says I never skated for him, so I didn't. But me and Mike were friends, and Mike would plug me. Uh (laughs) Yeah, he plugged me good.
0: And Hocus Pocus, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. I did get in. I was more than stoked, man.
0: Mesa if you put that
2: video in, I would just straight fast forward it. Like, like, there you go. That's all need to then,
0: hocus, <laughs> hocus, focus. Yeah, Mesa, yeah Mesa said to ask you what shoes you were wearing.
2: Snake skin Lottos, Velcro strap. <laughs> <Sick>. I can't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure.
3: All right.
0: Yeah, I
2: remember all my shoes, man. All my
0: shoes. Yeah, Mesa said it was a big deal for him. Like, you were one of the first guys that kind of like... When he was young and hanging out, like you filmed some stuff with him and that kinda opened a lot of meeting up with other people. So
2: Yeah, he told me that once. I was stoked I was stoked to hear it. Yeah, uh-huh. I didn't know how it all worked out. I was like all over the place. I was nice to every single person I would meet. Aaron I had no clue who this dude was. Always nice when I seen him. We always say hi to each other. I knew he had a camera, he's filming the other dudes. So then eventually he was around so much. I was just like, hey, I kind of want to try to get sponsors. <laughs> you want to film some shit of me? And he was like, yeah, man. Right. Like, yeah. Who came up
0: with the term T-Dog?
2: Not quite sure. I'm just going to go ahead and say Jake Vogel.
0: Jake Vogel. That's what I've heard, too.
2: Yeah. I'm going to say Jake Vogel. And that
0: took off. Well, if
2: it all came from his... I won't get too far into but yeah, Jake.
0: Well, do you remember... Uh, can we point out some T-Dogs that came through? Is there any T-dog moments that we can talk about?
2: Wow, I mean, there's a lot of them. Some of them even had names and shit. <laughs> but um, yeah, there's lots of T-dogs that come through. It, at first, it was, they were just called dogs. Like anyone, I don't know. You know how city kids are rude. You mm. came through and you're from the woods and you're doing ho-hos and <laughs> all that shit looking like you were on speed. Right. You're a dog. Yeah, you're, you're a dog. You know, And then, to unpolitically correct, the, the T is for TARD. For some kids, we just call it like, that's fucking TARD over there. And then they merge together into one super form of kook, and that was a TARD dog. I lost it for a while. I see random safety dog that don't even skate like on online shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> they, probably was, they probably just came up with the shit on their own. It probably has nothing to do with skateboarding.
0: All right. Who were some of like the earliest locals that ripped that uh, EMB, like when you first started getting down there? Was Carol and those guys already there or not yet?
2: I mean, they, they might have been there before, but they weren't there there. Uh-huh. Yeah. I do. I remember when they first came down, but the main guys that were always down there, well, there was a crew down there called the THK crew and they skated, but they were mostly taggers and fighters, surfers, drinkers, slappy and good. Okay. Some of them are actually pretty good at skateboarding, but the main local crew that was always the main guys was Scott Thompson, Jake Toble, Shelby Woods. Oh, okay. Ida Setter was always down there. Danny Sargent was always down there, but Danny was more one of those guys like, he would, just, he would tell us we were kids for not leaving the spot. Oh, yeah. They'd be like, bro, we, we leave the spot, man, but we're gonna stay ninety percent of the time. Uh huh. Yeah.
0: So, how did you get? Who came up with calling you the mayor?
2: I don't know. It just randomly started happening. Really? I don't have a clue who came up with that shit. Huh? How no did, idea. How did you feel about it? I wasn't, man. I was just <laughs> like, yeah, whatever. My spot. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm <laughs> I don't know, man. I know where other nicknames came from, but not the mayor.
0: Not the mayor, huh? Was it true that you guys got some machine guns pulled on you? With them?
2: Yes. Really? I say machine guns. Other people, I I thought it was a fucking Uzi. which is an automatic weapon, machine gun to me. But yeah, we some some. I don't know who it was, but. Some limos went by, we threw bottles at them. And later they came back, and it was these Asians. They for sure had their fucking shit talking real, a lot of shit to us. And we just explained to them that we were just a, a bunch of dummies and wasn't us. And we're sorry for whoever did it. And please don't, you know, like everything's fine. Like, don't fucking kill us and shit. Yeah. But out there, that Chinese mafia and the Asian mafia, that shit's real. When you see those fuckers driving around in black cars with their little shoulder pads on, mm-hmm. and, you know, underneath their clothes, you, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, like, yeah, it's not just the movies. Like, that shit is seriously deep. You don't want to yeah. fuck with none of those
0: people. It's like, uh, watching or, or, uh. No, like, yeah.
2: Real shit. San yeah. system style. Like, I never really tripped off into, like, you, you see them, you're like, oh, don't not fuck with those people. Right. Yeah. And not just them. Like, all that shit you see on TV is embedded in that damn city. <laughs> yeah, all the movies are from there. <laughs> yep. Yeah, all that mafia gangster shit. It's fucking insane. The skaters thought they were sick, but when it came down to the real shit, they weren't sick.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <Nah>. Just,
2: just. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. None of that.
0: Yeah. Uh, so when did the real stuff happen? How did that work out? Did you have? Did you make a sponsor meet up? No,
2: not for real. No. My story is, like, Jim had been seeing me skate for a while. Right. But, but Jim loved loved uh, the most. Well, who wouldn't? He's the best. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? But anyway, I'd seen Jim and them forever. I didn't know what they thought about. I was getting Spitfires, what trucks did I get? Mostly indie at that point until they switched us all of a lot of us got switched to venture without them even telling us. When mm-hmm. venture was trying to do its big push, yeah. The box came with the check and the trucks and it wasn't indie no more. <laughs> the venture shit showed up like, Oh, okay. <laughs> all of like, nope, you're on venture now. But that was off subject. I even forgot what we were talking about.
0: <laughs> no, uh getting on real, you said Jim kind of oh, already had seen I, you.
2: Yeah, we I've been skating around, I've seen those guys many a time. I even got like some real boards from people that who had them, like the Tommy, but, I mean the logo board had an old school shape to it. But the main thing, the way, the reason I think it happened, is it wasn't coincidence, it was Jim, Javante, Jason Lee, some other folks were at Black Marble. And me and Jake and a few of the homies were coming from whatever the fuck we were doing, something stupid probably. But we were coming down market, seeing them, and I just jumped in there. And it was that night or the next night I got the call at Jake Gobert's house from Jim. From so I always said it was that, like he might've had it on his mind. I don't know. And I'm sure it wasn't that he then ever saw me skate before ever. And that was the only time, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it was probably, it just seemed like, you know, I don't know. I seen him that day, skated in front of him. And it was like that night or the next day that he, that he gave the call.
0: Okay. And then did you go on, like, a trip soon after that? Like, did you have to get in the van and kind of mesh with the crew? or right? how far
2: you went. I knew most of the dummies from around the city. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I knew everybody already. Yeah.
0: What was it? It was Coco and Tommy. And- it
2: was Coco, Tommy, Jim, Salman. Sluggo. So That's uh, so what I was going to say. Buff, Burke guy.
0: Slug. So, yeah. <laughs> San Jose guy. Uh, Mandoli.
2: Yeah, Sean Mandoli.
0: Yeah. I don't
2: know if he was on Nin
0: though. Okay.
2: Maybe. And even um Jerron. Oh he might have been on in as one of the little kids, but I'm not sure. Right. Sick. Damn. Jeron Wilson. But the first trip was probably just down to Santa Barbara or wherever to go skate the Powell House Picked okay. up Jerron, had a bunch of other people in the van. Went down there and skated that uh that foul spot.
0: Were you am for a while before you went pro? Like how long were you
2: <laughs> Too long. I don't know. Came out pretty
0: quick, it did, as right? As works,
2: yeah, as soon as they spoke to me, they're like, We're making you the board, huh? Yeah,
0: and, and were, were right you in that. the process of like um designing the graphic and stuff?
2: No, they just told me to try to think of something. <clears throat> that first graphic, well, uh, Jeff came up with the flower one because I guess there's a, a foreign band called James or James or James, and they had a al- a little album with those flowers and I always told him I like Dawn's flowers and I like those bathtub tiles. And then he found that album and just used the was basically the album.
0: Who's that? Jeff Clint?
2: Yes. Oh, yep. sick. okay. Yeah, Jeff. But as far as the flyer, I was going to an amusement park with uh, Justin Gerard's girlfriend and some other people. She was taking us and we were driving by the airport and that was a Delta Airlines. We left a fly billboard course we changed a little bit but it was a kid in a field uh-huh and we love to fly kind of deal get that out of there. and uh i called them on the way there and was like yo i found the graphic dude go to the airport it's a big ass delta sign and i don't know who they sent out there to get it and someone got it next thing you know bam there's the graphic
0: How cool that's uh that's a brook justin's Brooke. girlfriend yeah ah. Yeah, she's with uh, she's with my friends Roche now.
2: Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah, she's a nice girl. Yeah, super. Cool. Yeah, Brooks go.
0: Wow. Okay. And so, Hubba Hideout is yeah. it is it already established or has that become kind of like the local spot to drink a beer and duck out and smoke some weed? That was the hideout.
2: Yeah, that was it, to sneak off and do what you needed to do up there. Uh huh. We you didn't skate it.
0: No. Did you kind of come up with the name for it?
2: Me or Jake. Yeah. Okay.
0: You and Jake were hanging <laughs> exactly. tough, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lived in his house. I didn't have nowhere else to go. Oh. I was a bum. I slept outside a lot.
0: Oh, damn.
2: Oh, all the time. Yeah, I didn't have a house for a long time. When I moved back from my parents, I had nothing. I just moved there at 18, stayed at Scott's house for a while. You know, he had, he's there with his parents and shit, a little bit richer. It got weird. Not weird. Like, I didn't ever say anything to me. I just felt bad being there for like a month and a half. I can not get the hell out of here. So I got out of there, stayed at Jake's when I could. But then I like staying out real late, drinking and doing other stuff, like just whatever. And then finally, Jeff Clint got an apartment and, and moved a bunch of us in there.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, down in the Hate Street. area. Sick.
0: What's up with Jeff Clint? I didn't, I not know him too much. Um, what can you, know, you say I know, about him?
2: I liked him a lot, but it, it's weird to me. Like what? everything happened like i would live with him and go out with him and do all the shit and it was almost like he was two different he was living two different lives right yeah life that we didn't see that i didn't see anyway yeah yeah i didn't know anything about him like i knew he was in a band and playing but i didn't know much yeah yeah, yeah.
0: but you lived with him for a while right
2: yeah man his girlfriend for a while yeah wow
0: yeah it was crazy so-
2: yeah i was shocked i didn't even know like nothing huh yeah
0: what were some tips wh- where would you sleep like if you had to sleep on the streets what like would you go to the park park and
2: arrow mostly a and arrow hub a hideout there is a there's some schools on the way from like the avenues towards the towards Embarkadero. arrow you can slide underneath a little slides <laughs> but whatever but usually embarking arrow, i just be laid out man i can remember kids even coming up like <laughs> Dead, and I would wake up like, "Not dead, man. Get a coffee for me." Yeah. <laughs> and then was time sleeping.
0: Would you end up getting into a bunch of fights living out in the streets, or was it chill?
2: I mean, most of my fights weren't because, like, the times I slept outside enough. No, no, no. Nah, I mean, I wasn't sleeping outside every day, like for years or nothing. It was just like I didn't like staying in one at someone's house for too long. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I felt like I was a, you know. Like, I mean, I showed up at my house right now. I wanted to stay here for three months, no money, trying to eat all my shit. I just had a self-conscious. I didn't want to be that guy. Right. Sometimes I would just break out. Yeah, like, I got this. Everything's cool.
0: But how did you kind of become, like, the regulator, dude? Like, you were kind of like the enforcer.
2: It just happened. Yeah? Yeah, it's just random. I was never, like, I'm not a violent guy. I mean, yeah, I am. I like fighting, like, watching fighting, (laughs) like, all that shit. Yeah, I like playing. Yeah, yeah, but it was just people would come and you know, growing up downtown in the city, people would come and do fucked up shit, and you just be sitting there checking it out, and then you would think to yourself like, "Wow, no, fuck that man, mm-hmm. like whatever, fuck this dude up." Like, especially back then, no one had phones, no right. cameras. Some dudes talking shit, fucking with you, smashing, smack him in the fucking head. Right. Like fuck that shit, disrespectful as fuck. When I moved to San Francisco, I never seen so much disrespect in anywhere I lived in my life. Yeah, people are constantly on edge and nonstop bothering other people. Mm. If you know what I'm saying.
0: Again. It's crazy now, too. It's fucking. Oh, I'm sure. So yeah, weird. Just, but, yeah, like you said, the phone thing and everybody having, like, you're busted. I got you. <laughs> oh,
2: man. Yeah,
0: I don't even. You I can't just let fuck with slide it. Man.
2: Now, dude. Right. Except for not too long ago, I just saw the house reminding me this kid moved into that house across the street a few years ago kind of buff, always out on the front porch doing push-ups and shit, but I'm uh, going to find out he, he would do heroin sometimes, and, and go, you know how they go in those rages and have like get angry and shit? Yeah. Well, I'm in Chicago skating, my girl calls me, and she says, this dude's out here threatening her life. I can hear him scream. So, anyway, long story short, yeah, I fucked that kid up, told his family I was going to fuck him up every time I seen him. And uh, you guys should move, man. I ran him out the neighborhood. No, I had to go down to the fucking court and the police, and I thought it was going to be a bunch of trouble. Because I came outside, and I was like, hey, man, you shouldn't talk to my girl like that. And he's like, fuck you, old man. I'll fuck you up. And I just I flashed. Oh. He had his phone out. I ran over there. I had a bat. But then I knew, like, ah, I threw it down, attacked him. Knew better not to even punch this kid in his face. I just kept body slamming him on the railing next to his house. And then he said I beat him with the bat. It was a whole big, long thing. But then the judge finally told me, he's like, you know what, we don't even like that kid, and you know he's bad. He's like, you're just mad, him home. So walking home, I had to go to my own village for it. Walking home, they're on the porch, and I told him the judge said it's cool, man. i fuck you up every time I see you, dude.
0: Oh, my God.
2: And I, yeah, I ran him out. But <clears throat> so besides that, you can't just, oh, yeah, they had to move. I got that. Yeah, nowadays, you can't just fight people. They'll just film you, and then you just get in trouble. But like yeah. I tell people all the time, Simple misdemeanor assault? It's not that big of a thing to have to deal with. Don't let people
0: punk you, man. Right.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, don't let them punk you. It's just a simple misdemeanor. It's it's not. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not even into fighting and being mean to people no more. I'm a a nice-ass mellow dude.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I saw um, 2020 brought out the best of you. You did a little kind of like an apology on the Instagram.
2: I did. I felt that, man. It was weighing on my conscience. i was seen all this shit that was going on and I was thinking about the way I acted in San Francisco. And it, It's not the same as what pe- other people are doing. But still, in general, it wasn't a legit thing to be doing. I had mm-hmm. no business doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And never once even then, like, contemplated any of, like, the, what it was about. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now and again, th- oh, oh, go Okay.
0: No, I was going to say no, guess- it came straight from the heart. That wasn't like some somebody's
2: putting you under fire. You just Oh, uh, no, there is no fire. Yeah. Right. There's yeah. I even thought about that. I was like no one's going to ever come after me for nothing. And even when I put that up, fools were coming on like, no, nah, James, you got a pass." I was like, there's no pass for that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's not it's, it's worthless.
0: What do you think about though like how it is right now, 2020 with like People getting attacked for things they did like twenty years ago or whatever. Like it's like, it's it's kind of you know to-
2: people change. Yeah, I mean, and people fuck up. But but if you stuck to your guns, that's a whole nother story. But if you slipped up one time, did something stupid as a kid or or whatever, mm-hmm. I mean, there's got to be some leeway on how far you judge these people, right? Yeah. So I'm sure if my whole life was on internet.
0: Like a man. Oh, imagine what
2: people would be fucking saying to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, all of us. But the thing that's crazy to me is, it's like, what about the people that are judging? What about their lives? Like,
2: they're just. Uh, they are probably the worst.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're behind yeah. fake identity, and we don't even know who they are.
2: No, they're probably yeah. They're, it's bad news.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. I have a hard time with all that stuff. It's like I don't like
2: most of it. It goes both ways. Cancel culture is good in one way, but it's also the most horrible, dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life
0: yeah yeah i just feel like if you don't you know if you if you drive 110 to la you get there and you come home you ain't getting a ticket later in life you did it you got through it yeah it's true indeed man
2: for sure
0: but i get it i i, I it's hard it's a tricky one uh,
2: yeah, it's
0: I was going to ask you about that Thrasher video because that one always stuck out in my head where you're beating the car and yeah. you're like stupid-ass Billy. It's
2: James's car. Here goes the front panel. Hold on, let us see if I can do this wheel here. Hey, let's see if we can start it. Look out, everybody. you might blow up. What? <laughs> What's the scene with this car? Why is it all fucked up, dude? Because fucking dumbass Billy took it and ruined it, and him and Jeff and (laughs) Dune.
0: Is that Billy Dean's? Mm. Billy Valdez. Shout out. Billy Valdez, okay. What was the story behind it? He borrowed your car and fucked it up
2: or something? I was down south, and I had a different car at that time, a car I got from Tom Knox, this Malibu. And that car was still legit, though, this little Chrysler I had. But you didn't need keys to drive it, and Billy and them knew it. And it was parked in front of Jeff's house. But anyway, when I came back, I think they drove it low on oil. It was knocking and smoking. And you could see it was, like, scratched up on the side, like they drug it on some shit. And I liked that car a lot. Like, not that it was a good car, but it was my car. And then I was probably – that's when I was doing drugs sometimes. So I remember I was already in, like, one of them razor kind of moods. Seen the car and, and just destroyed it. <laughs> and randomly, here comes somebody down the hill <laughs> filming that shit.
0: Yeah, was it Bryce? Okay. Uh, I'm pretty
2: sure it was.
0: Yeah. Yes, I think so. Yeah, that's so sick. Those early ones were so sick. The other thing I always remember is I think it's Max interviewing uh, Salman, and he's like, "How high can you always Like, dude, ten feet. For some reason. Dude, 10 feet was in my head for the rest of my life.
2: <laughs> 10 feet. <laughs> so, so sick.
0: Yeah.
4: Oh, you
2: hey, listen to this one, man. When I saw Yeah, Right, I moved to – my little brother got murdered. Long story. So I moved back to Ohio, and I wasn't paying attention to skateboarding for a little bit because I was like, you know, bum. But anyway, I saw that Yeah, Right video, and I shit you not, I had to call Sam or Mike. I can't remember who. And was like, people can ollie over um Parking meters now. The dude was like, no, bro, there's a mini little launch ramp there. I was like, what? He's like, it's green screen, fool. I was like, oh, all right, good. But I was like, because if that was the case, I'm not starting to skateboard again. Oh, man. I was, that like, shows. was honestly thinking they were boosting over these fucking uh, parking meters and shit. I was like, no, I can't. <laughs> yeah. No one can. Yeah. No matter what. Not even in the future no unless you get bionics or something like or they'd be shit.
0: going up huge sets of stairs and shit
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. i was
0: tripping that was insane <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: uh what are what are some of your other favorite spots in sf back then like where else would you skate besides EMB?
2: black marble benches was more of a favorite spot than Embarcadero to actually skate
0: uh-huh
2: my favorite shit ever Okay. I mean, that marble was so nice. You could, we skated it for years and it didn't change. Yeah, it wasn't turning it well, until thousands of people started skating it, but all the years, just the city kids were skating it. Yeah. It just stayed perfect marble benches the entire, all through the years. Unbelievable. Best spot ever. You know, the one where Huff all Oh, yeah. the big thing, does the tray flip, that spot. Yep. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that was the best spot in SF. And a lot of people don't know about this one. There's indoor white marble benches underneath Hubba Hideout. That was a building underneath it. And if you come down Hubba and get onto the main street, like say here's Carl's Jenner's, and then you just go straight on the right, there would be Hubba Hideout, but there was a parking lot that you had to drive into and buildings where these doors opened up. And there was a waiting room before a long hallway. And in the waiting room was two long. Perfect height, barely bigger than the blocks in the market. There were white marble benches. Oh shit. And we got to skating for like a long time before, you know, it was a bus. Huh. Damn, that's sick. Fort Miley. Fort
0: Miley, huh?
2: Yeah, yep. bombing the avenues, Fort Mason. Fort Mason was a great place. Yeah, I mm-hmm. love that spot. I had the painting curves, manuals, the loading dock you could all off of. And it was pretty.
0: <laughs> yeah, city rules. We're going to take a little pause, and we'll be right back after a few words from uh, some of our friends. (laughs) Guess what, everybody? We got another giveaway for you. This week, it's the new Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 from Activision, available now on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC via Epic. Drop back in with the most iconic skateboarding games ever made. Play Tony Hawk's Pro Skater and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 in one epic collection. All the pro skaters, levels, and tricks are back and fully remastered, plus more. Break skateboarding boundaries, like I said. Show off your own style and be part of the next generation of skaters and creators with Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. We're giving away five of these things, so uh, we're going to make it nice and easy for you. Email talkinschmidt at gmail.com. We need your name, full name, city you live in, and which character you would play most if you had this game. That'll enter you into a drawing, and we'll be picking five winners on next week's podcast. All right? So... Skate as the legendary Tony Hawk in the full pro roster. Listen to songs from the era-defining soundtrack. Hit insane trick combos with the iconic handling of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Series. You got to play all the original modes and go head-to-head with your local two-player modes. Show off your style and creativity with upgraded Create-A-Park and Create-A-Skate of Features compete against players from around the world that means you can put your headset on you might even be able to talk some shit or schmidt and get on the leaderboards tony hawk what more do we need to say at schmidt at gmail.com your name your city and state and which character you will play Tune back in next week for the winners to be announced. Peace. Hey, it's Corey at Blue Plate, 3218 Mission Street. Come see us. Meatloaf, fried chicken, deviled eggs, dollar Olympia beers. We're here every day of the week. We got a garden and we got smiles on our faces. Come let us make you happy.
1: And now, another first impression with Carl Stephen Watson.
2: What's up, Talking Schmidt? This is Carl Watson. I'm here to tell you about my my first encounter with Mr. James Kelch. Um, it was a long time ago in Barcadero. I think I was about 11 years old. And I, Sam Smythe and Nick Lockman, they brought me down there. I was so happy, so eager to try something. So I, I tried like an ollie mute grab or some kind of like weird grab off the stage. Ended up nose diving. And, uh, you know, I was on the ground in pain and Kelch came over, picked me up by my collar, <laughs> brought me over to the wave, sat me down. And then uh, from from that point on, I was accepted into EMB. Thank you, Kelch. Love you, bro. All right, pops. Peace.
0: What were some of your like big milestones in skateboarding that you were hyped on, like your first indie ad or like? Yeah,
2: my first indie. ad. Yeah. Yeah, before I turned pro.
0: It was before you went pro.
2: Yeah, if the story's right. I, I was riding for H Street, I think I was on a Jason H Street. Jason Carney? Yeah, I was on H Street and um, got that photo took and from what I heard Fausto wanted it to be on to be a cover shot. But that's when Jake me and Jake used to, like, heckle each other because I was the Embarcadero kid, and he was the older dude who would heckle us from
3: County.
2: <sighs> so we never, like, we would always heckle back like others wouldn't. And so he would always be there, like, Jake didn't like me at first. Well, I don't know. Whatever. One of those kind of relationships. But from what I heard, Jake was like, nah, fuck that. Kelch ain't getting no fucking cover. <laughs> and that's when Fosto was like, all right, well, I'll give him the Indy ad then. And then I got in India. ad. <laughs> and from what I heard, it was the it was the the first amateur Indiana Thrasher. Oh, sick! But was it? I don't
0: know. I'll have to do some research. Yeah. Jake's exactly. not around anymore. Know. Otherwise, I'd he's my encyclopedia. Was that a surprise to you then? Like, did it come out in the mag and you're like, oh shit, there's me? Yeah,
2: I didn't think they were ever gonna do anything for me except give me some boards here and there. Oh. Because I wasn't like, you know, us Embarcadero kids weren't, well, some of them were, like Mike and him, they would travel around and go do stuff other people wanted to do, but right. a lot of us, like, including mostly me probably, I was just, I just wanted to be in Embarcadero and I'd do all the tail stalls and drink my beer and hack with people, like, I didn't want to go do all that other stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> was that your guys' shop, or was FTC around? Did you go to Fogtown or, or Skates on Hate or where would you go?
2: I went to all those shops. Oh. Yeah, all of them. Y- you didn't, didn't have like, no loyalty. Okay, no, I didn't have. They weren't. Yeah, I didn't even know about loyalty and all that kind of shit. It was just Skatephone. Hay had that that fucking shop on on Hay Street, mm-hmm. and then they had the big warehouse down there near Market. We could just steal from them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you steal everything. They would just go to the back of this warehouse and disappear for like twenty minutes, looking for some random board. And my friends would just be like, "Oh, dude, <laughs> 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 All right, but I never stole none. Fuck that. I'm a military brat. <laughs> yeah. But I, I would get take whatever they had. Let me
0: get. Would you kind of avoid uh, Fogtown and Concrete Jungle cause the, the, from Jake's vibes? No. No.
2: No. If they had what I needed, we'd go there no matter what. Yeah, it was all good. We didn't okay. care. We, we liked it. Yeah, Our, we knew what was going on. First time,
0: first time I went there, I'm looking through shirts, and and Jake just yells at me. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? He's like, put those shirts back how they're. I'm like, what? Like I was just yeah, looking okay. through, and it was
2: just like, okay. It was probably stressing. <laughs> yeah, something crazy. I've in there, and they would put they would put kids' trucks on backwards
0: on purpose, huh?
2: Yeah, straight up. Yeah. One or
0: the other. Like one of them
2: would be backwards. They'd be fucking turning crazy out
0: the door. Yeah. yeah. Place is wild. Yep. Nowadays it's not like that. It's not like nah, that. It's no fun. <laughs> and what was up with the Plan B? I heard was the stories that you were possibly in the mix for going to Plan B? I, I had thought
2: so. Yeah. I have my own little relationship with uh, Turnowski. And- for Turnowski. Yeah, he bring me boxes and give me clothes and shit, and um, basically like I wasn't I wasn't a correct fit at the time.
4: Mm.
2: You know what I mean? But what, I wasn't a correct fit for anyone at the time. I was uh, smoking coke joints and <laughs> you know disappearing from skateboarding into the city, right? Come back three weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was never one. Yeah, man, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I just didn't see any of that shit ever happen.
0: Mm. Let's talk about the legendary uh, going pro party. I've heard a lot of uh, so sick. I've heard rumors. <laughs> I want to hear. I want to hear real.
2: So sick. Yeah. Where was Silly it? At? Shit ever? Huh?
0: Where was it at?
2: Wherever the Thrasher ramp was at. Ah. That warehouse. It was Studio
0: 43 the, or at Jake's Yeah, that's the
2: one. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. The big okay. studio uh-huh. down there. That big-ass warehouse.
0: And was it a surprise?
2: No, I knew the party was coming for a while. Jeff and them even made, like, little flyers and flying them around the city and shit. All right. Yeah, when I turned pro, man, it was a trip. But, yeah, I, I knew it was coming.
0: Hey, give us the highlight to the party. The fight. There's a big fight.
2: (laughs) All the skaters versus all my regular friends. Oh. (laughs) I laughed. I just walked right out the front door. I was like, nope. Me and some fools went around the corner and smoked some weed and shit. (laughs) They were all fighting in there, man. Someone threw one of my regular, no, a skater threw a beer at me during the team photo, the big photo that they had. Yeah. I wish I still had one of those. I don't even have one. Uh. But anyway, a skater threw a beer at me and all my part time non skater friends slid down these ramps, because there was other ramps, like the big the big mini ramp was in that one area, upstairs, downstairs, if you remember, and then you go into that front area, and they have whatever kind of ramps were in there, and they all started, I just remember full started sliding down the training on the butts, and then the blows started flying, I remember sluggo was in there, oh. fighting, them. they were fighting slugs, like, it was crazy, and I couldn't, it, like, decide. I mean, I tried to say something. No one was going to listen. Like, I wasn't going to help either anyone. Right. So I just went out front. So, yeah. Were people getting laid out? Yeah, people were getting, yeah, those are getting fucked up. Oh. Yeah, it was a big-ass brawl. Damn. Yeah, I just went out front. I wasn't having none of it. So i go talk shit about it for years. Like, your pussy friend. And I was like, man, hey, kind of fucked you up a little bit. I mean, you guys, you wasn't that pussy. <laughs> you did out pretty good. Yeah, but yeah, it was, it was pretty wild. But the main event though, is I have to bring him up again. I hope I don't talk about him too much, is Mike Carroll, man. That dude, he's a heckler. And he would heckle you on your skateboard. Like with him skating. And he dropped he just dropped in and um kind of started skate heckling. I don't even know if they knew what was going on. And he destroyed that mini ramp, like no one I ever seen destroyed a mini ramp my entire life. Uh, and I still say no one skates a mini ramp better than that. Not even Joey Vass. Damn. You ever say I didn't skate in Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Oh, so that was man. my favorite part about the night was, oh, dude, the jewel just exploded in my mouth. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> yeah, I'm trying not to smoke cigarettes, dude, but this jewel shit's gross. Oh, yeah? Oh, it's so nasty. You pick it up and hit it, and that flu and shit goes in your mouth sometimes, and it's just like, what like the fuck, dude? It's gross.
0: How long you smoked for?
2: Since I was a kid.
0: Since like 14 or 15?
2: Mm. Fuck. It's
3: hard
0: yeah. to quit.
2: I think I was yeah. addicted. I was born addicted to cigarettes. No way. My mother smoked in the 1970s when I was born. I had mm. to go in the incubator and
0: shit. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. smoked tons of cigarettes his whole life and he just started doing the vape thing. And he's. That's what he's, I'm doing. That's what they're doing. helping. Is. It's, he said he doesn't really he need tell. cigarettes He does help. When you
2: start nick fitting or whatever you want to call it, like really fainting for a cigarette, you just suck on this. Uh huh. And you get your nicotine. But you know what? You also are not getting those? All those chemicals. My brain and body still miss them. I think I'm addicted to those chemicals that were in that cigarette more than the nicotine. Mm. Because I'm still like, I'll smoke this shit all day and still be like, dude, I need a cigarette. But why do I need a cigarette? It must be those chemicals.
0: I want to hear some more. Uh, about these swindle shit. Like what were some of the greatest swindles that went down?
2: I don't know, it's you know, just lying to kids. <laughs> mine was the one I used the most and I only use it a few times, man. Like everybody always exaggerates like this is a everyday thing. Like shit happens. It's like I always thought people it's like tad nest no like a like a tadpole in a Loch Ness monster, you know say, like, Oh it's a Loch Ness monster. Like no you didn't you saw a fucking tadpole. Same thing with these stories. But yeah, I would tell kids, I'll bring you a box of 10 boards for $100. And they would give me 100 bucks, And then I would just not bring them a box of boards. That, that was that was the big one. Because <laughs> usually it was just like, I would tell even people I know, like, dude, give me $20, bucks, i will give you some wheels tomorrow. Shit like that. Uh... Yeah. And then they might not get the wheels tomorrow, but eventually they probably did at some point, unless it was random people I didn't know. Right. But it, it was only here and there. Nothing major. What I there? would do, but mm-hmm. sometimes at night, if it was a really weird night, I would I would make people buy stuff We didn't want to buy it. <laughs> but it would be like one in the morning at Embarcadero, they're buying that shit. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Whatever. Not that I'm proud of any of it, but you know, you can't change the past. I am what I am.
0: Yep, same like thing. I all. told these
2: parents that used to come tell my kid's never coming to Embarcadero again, and I would ask them why would you drive your kid two hours and drop him off in the middle of a huge metropolitan city downtown with no guidance? What do you think's gonna happen? You're lucky they ran into us. You know what I'm saying? Like what the fuck do you think's happening down here? Mm. Fairies and shit? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, just wild shit. Right. Bombs, drug addicts, maniacs, yeah. so <laughs> skaters. <laughs> yeah, like,
0: so, what were some of the other places you lived? You lived with uh, Jeff. You lived with Dick and Kelly Bird, right?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Down in San Diego. Okay. Yeah.
0: How was that? Down there
2: for a bit. It was fun, man. I liked it.
0: This is before Dick went big time.
2: He was getting there, but yeah, before he was like super millionaire guy. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh-huh. Have you seen the, what's it called? Supreme opened up a shop in SF?
2: I heard, but I have
0: not seen. Yeah, they opened up a shop in SF, and they filmed a bunch, pretty much a full video, almost at Embarcadero to like come into SF proper. Yeah, Yeah. you know, you didn't see any of it. There, people are skating Embarcadero a lot these days again, and the island out there.
2: Footage. People always test me, ask me how I feel about it. I'm like, what? Yeah, no, I don't feel nothing about it. Skate wherever the fuck you want to skate, but it's not Embarcadero anymore.
0: Yeah, they're Embarcadero. No, they're
2: not. just <laughs> <laughs> Justin Herman Plaza. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah. yeah. it's
0: not even the same. Was there like one or two days that stick out, like back at Embarcadero, that like hell of shit went down in the same day or something? Like so and so did this while so you know, like some big shit was going down.
2: Just most those kind of days happen mostly when they would have those like civic center contests and everyone would be in town. Oh, right, yeah, a lot, yeah, I mean, everyone would go to Embarcadero, try but shit over the gonds or down the. all that shit. Yeah, try to do stage jumps, jump the gonds, do the seven, fuck with the fountain. When I
0: just I would
2: come down, everyone would want me to skate. I wouldn't skate, I would just watch those guys skate.
0: I just uh interviewed Frankie Hill a couple uh, weeks ago and he's like
2: there, He said he's
0: got a photo where he's I think he's all in or he's doing something over the gond and in the corner you're just laying there chilling he's like the mayor's right there at the bottom
2: Nah, that was my spot.
0: <laughs> yeah, he was hyped though. He was like, dude, at I At one
2: got- point we even had you know, how the police outline your body or whatever. I don't know if that's for movies or not,
0: but <laughs> Yeah, yeah.
2: We even did that to ourselves across the entire wave. We <laughs> had our little names in there, and that was our spot. <laughs> <laughs> our spot. But you know the wave, man, you would get your beer, put your back in that thing. Yeah. Look up at the city and basically just like, ah. Get a little shade. Yeah. Just lounge. The fog would be rolling in. It's beautiful.
0: <laughs> was there any is there any like uh, unwritten rules? Like if dude if dude does a trick and stares or like shit like that where you're like dude that oh is- beamers
2: yeah yeah we call them beamers you just hackle them that's all uh-huh. major but yeah we we make fun of beamers we were beamers too yeah everyone's a beamer make hey. sure they saw it that's why I skate in schools now by myself I don't want anyone to see it all right. the universe <laughs> the universe sees it did it even happen <laughs> I go to these schoolyards yards just going around and when they do show up I leave and shit like no. Nope. Nah, I'm straight. All I want is, all I need is me and my skateboard now. I don't need companionship anymore.
4: Yeah. It
2: means nothing. I mean it gets boring here and there but then again like people want to talk too much. Like when I go skate now like I'm not in I don't need to talk. I don't need to do nothing. I just want to do what I'm doing and if it feels weird then I'll just do it over and over and over again until it doesn't feel weird. Hmm. I even hear people ask me, like, why are you doing frontside rail slides all day? Like, why would you ask someone what they are doing? <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. Just let them skate, man.
0: Yep. Are, do you have a crew out there, or are you kind of mostly solo? Nah, there's,
2: there's a whole crew for me to go skate with, but I, I mostly like to go solo.
0: Okay.
2: I hook up with around a few heads here and there. When I first started Hella Cool Skateboards, I would go out a lot with everyone and just try to do too much uh-huh. until I was just like... <clears throat> I don't want to go do all that shit every goddamn day. Right. Go so pushing through the city, looking for the same old spot you know is not going to be skatable. Mm. carrying a fucking camera around with you everywhere you go.
4: Mm.
2: It, it was like deja vu every day for years until finally I was like, just, you guys just do what you want. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not involved. I'll go skate by myself.
0: So what's up with uh, Hella Cool?
2: It's, it's chilling. I always just say I just let it do what it does. It, it's, it's here, and it's – I mean, I don't know what to say about it. I don't do it. Do you
0: do it out of your – you don't do it out of your house, right?
2: I do it straight out of my house. Me oh, my you do? Me and my girlfriend come up with the graphics on the iPad. We make them the best we can with her drawing and whatnot. And then right now I got a guy named Patrick Smith who's being my illustrator guy. I've had like 12 different ones. <laughs> and I just have anyone who knows how to use an illustrator if someone's not available then I just send it to them and I go here recreate that on illustrator huh. they tell me how hard it is and I tell them but that's what you did recreate that shit yes. and then they send it back to me in a form I can send to the board company and then boom I got graphics okay yeah we have no salesman we have no illustrator guys we don't have nothing just me and the girl and our ideas like, the whole comedy's based after just, like, we were doing a fake cartoon one. It's called The Hella Buddies. And it's the animals that are around our house, the plants, our cats, and this just this little story of this princess we made up who lives in this haunted house. Uh-huh. We got a skate park in the backyard. Although we're branching out now, we change it, but mostly the graphics are, like, bunny rabbits and princesses doing fucked up weird shit. And just random stuff that sticks with this little, uh, these Hella Buddies shit we got going on. Right.
0: Do you got like yeah. a, a little crew, like a team or a float? Yeah, I got, flow? I got a
2: team. I do the best I can with them. But when I first started, I treated them like I was a real company.
4: Mm.
2: And I did that for like five, six years. Until the point I, looked, I thought about it one day and I was just like, dude, I've not made a penny. The entire time. Not yeah. a cent. I just gave all that shit away. I sell exactly what I have to sell to be able to pay the board guy back. And then basically anything left after that, I was just giving it out. Right. But now I'm more of a dickhead and I, I give them stuff. I give a few guys more than others, and some guys I don't see, so I don't, you know, I don't give them shit. And I try to give them less stuff, but like, yeah.
0: What shapes are you nice going dress. with? Are you going with uh, popsicles or right. going-
2: regular old uh, generator deluxe shapes? Oh, okay. Yep. Popsicles, yeah, yeah. Damn, that's sick, dude. So now I made good friends with the guy who runs the the board manufacturing place. And so since he knows I'm broke, and he knows the way I do this, and how hard it is for it just to do it like this, he just he gives me a lot of leeway. I'm mm. very grateful for that. Yeah.
0: Okay.
2: he doesn't harass me too much to hurry up and pay him. Lets me, you know, he, he's a good guy.
0: You got you got a website where you can like where people can buy them.
2: I do have a website and it looks sick and it's only been up for about a year now, but I don't even have it set up for people to buy stuff.
0: Oh, it's just you. Do shops carry them? Yes. Okay.
2: And the shops that carry them are just um, people I've met randomly through Instagram mostly, or people I've known from the past. Oh. When I first started, I called a few shops who didn't know who I was or whatnot, you know. Just why would they? They're younger people.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And I called them and tried to like give them the whole spiel. You know how you got to give them that spiel? Like, and they're just like, huh? And I was like, oh, clear. <laughs> Never again, man. If you know, you know, if you don't, that's fine. I'm not mad. Mm. And somehow I just stay in business now, seven years straight. Damn, nice. Yeah, got more boards coming right now. Hell yeah. Cause even just told you can't even order boards until the end of September, I mean the end of uh 2021.
0: That's what I heard. I heard, like, boards are tough right now.
2: I can get them. Sick. <laughs> See? That's what's up. I be getting them. Yeah. The shit I got right now is already sold out, and I'm about to just have to order more. Oh, that it's rules. It's not even here yet. Huh? That rules. Yeah, I only get, like, 250 300 at a time. I used to get 500 but it takes me too long to pay the board guy back, so it makes I feel weird about it. Ah that's a lot of I mean that's nothing for skateboard companies but for me that 500 is a lot
0: right
2: you know if you buy 500 boards you got to sell over 300 of them just to pay it off okay yeah
0: but you you get 250 is more manageable
2: right now that's what I've been doing especially since well I started it last winter and then the pandemic hit so I'm just staying there right now
0: well if somebody's interested in getting some shit can they reach out to you or how's it work
2: yeah I I got my little phone number and email on the stupid Instagram and the, and the Facebook. And I'll just mm-hmm. put my number out there. Mostly I text and talk with the shops. We don't even email. Okay. And I just They ask me for order sheets and shit and I just send them a picture of the boards. <laughs> yeah, There you Dude, go.
0: Nowadays it's so easy. Like yeah, digit, digital email seller, or a DM or fucking whatever exactly. you deal with I got you. <laughs> it was like,
2: Most of them I just text them and uh-huh. I tell them like just I've talked to every shop I deal with, just get, get Venmo. Just get Venmo, hit the button. Damn. Done. So, you don't gotta do nothing. Right, so. There's no minimums, there's, there's nothing.
0: Uh, you been dealing with any like arthritis or anything? Oh,
2: forever. For, for
0: forever, right?
2: Yeah, I had childhood like arthritis. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I started I riding my bike. And then that's when it got, not that it went away, but it got way better.
0: Riding right your bike.
2: Riding right my bike.
0: Dude. Well, Cause was it in your knees? Yes. Okay. Cause I got it in my, like my neck and shoulders.
2: So I know, I, nowadays I just call it, rack it up to just pain and ache. I don't know what it is. Yeah. My whole body aches all the time. I'll lay in bed and try to go to sleep. I can't even sleep. I got to stretch a hip. I got to do, it's fucking ridiculous. You're right. It's just all those years of skating, man, you know?
0: I got a whole process when I wake up in the morning. It takes me about a half hour just to, like, start stretching my neck out, doing these little...
2: got to get it. Yeah, yeah and it you go, click, click. You're dog. like, all right, let's go get coffee now. And then when I first moved here, I got in this these kids in a stolen car, hit me in their car and fucked my whole back and neck up. Whoa. I was even scared of car horns for a while. They hit God. me so hard, man. Like, a car would blow its horn and it would make me flinch and shit. Yeah, yeah. Two kids in a stolen Thunderbird. It fucked me up.
0: Damn. Yeah. Settlement?
2: No, they got out. They're gone. The car's oh. stolen. Yeah. Oh, fuck. They got out. I remember I'm looking in the window, like thinking, like, because my my boss was with me. We were on a run. He hit his head so hard he was knocked out and was in my lap bleeding when I came to, and then. I saw the blood. I thought he was dead. So I grabbed him by his hair and threw him off me, you know, in disgust, like just a freak out. Like, oh! And then I could hear him snoring. And then I was like, all right, dude, ain't dead. And then I kind of just laid there passing out until the ambulance and all that shit came. But yeah, the, kid, the kids just ran off. Fuck. Yeah, it was wild. <laughs>
0: that sucks. Well, what's what else is going on? In, what What's the day-to-day? You're taking care of an old lady or something?
2: Yeah, totally. I take care of my girl's aunt, man. I've been doing this kind of weird. If, if there's someone that to taken care of near me in my life, my whole life for some reason, I've kind of just ended up taking care of them. Like, I don't know how
0: like caretaker, <laughs> get them food and...
2: Yeah, all that. The whole shit. Oh. Whatever they need. Clean their house, do their dishes, do their laundry. No clean out their uh, potties. <laughs> yeah, the whole nine not the first time this is like the fifth time
0: okay but things yeah. are things are going all right considering everything's
2: fine now i'm just dealing with it yeah she's doing good since i've taken over taking care of her
0: uh-huh
2: i used to just go see her sometimes and other people were taking care of her and then she basically was going to die but
0: mm-hmm. there was no
2: reason for it well i figured that out once i started taking care of her and had her regulated like she lives a perfect life right so i was kind of on the thing like all right these people who were taking care of her were kind of even maybe pushing her down the wrong path on purpose because why would you just instantly snap back to a normal person with little effort? Right. Yeah. Fuck, dude. So besides, yeah, yeah, skating's doing good. I don't skate as much as I should right now, but I've been dealing with this groin hip injury. And it gets to the point it was getting depressing to even go skate. Like, it wasn't fun. So i just been chilling, thinking it would go away. That's what I normally do, but it's not going away. But I've learned these new stretches I've been doing, and I've been skating again.
1: Oh, and sick. it's not
2: bothering me as much as it has been. But only on my big cruiser board. Like, I got one of my old flyers with some soft wheels on it. i go to do axle stalls and shit, cruise the neighborhood, just push, see what's going to happen. Yep. So far, it seems like it's coming around.
0: You got a good curb nearby or something? You can go do slobby? Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. Sick. Needs wax every time because it's a little bit of a junky curb. But, yeah, it's down okay. Little schoolyard right down the street from my house
0: that's the one thing that's kind of cool I mean except for the fires right now but uh, the before the fires is like a lot of spots are just nobody
2: yeah Aaron, you, can go anywhere. So you, mm-hmm. you
0: definitely can get some in right now but uh, yeah my ankle's been kind of fucked so I bet I got one of those things it's like that circle thing that you stand on and it oh, supposed, it's to, to get your supposed to strengthen stability. your ankle but I don't do it, enough. it? I, I don't know hasn't worked yet yeah I don't know just hey. your
2: ABCs in their circles.
0: Hey, you gotta go with that Chico Brennas philosophy. It's just like you gotta you gotta just roll every day,
2: no matter what. And That's just, the one that does it the most. Yeah. Yeah. When I was rolling every single day, I felt better. Everything felt better.
0: That's what he Until, always told me. He's like, even if you don't feel like it, just skate a little each day and your body yeah. will start adapting.
2: That shit works on board time. It works like a maniac. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But this oh, one just hurt. Like it was something else. Right. I couldn't just go roll. Like the pain is fucking excruciating. Right, right. Because it's my front stand foot and I'm not a switch guy. So I push and then, you know, it's that whole hip and groin right there. I'm standing on it. It hurts like a maniac. Then you land a trick and you're leaning forward and it doesn't want to hold you up. Yeah. So you're just like
0: I ah, fuck. Or I'm you're like, serious. do I gotta do I got uh, I don't think surgery after fifty? Uh, maybe no, I, I'm I never
2: wanted to be that guy. Like no <laughs> surgery. Yeah. None. I never had him touch me once. Right. All the torn ligaments, all that shit, I just let him heal. I bone both of these knees out and I just caveman them fuckers. And I still film do weird shit, but I just, you know, go on a walk when I could, I would sit in my bath and move it back and forth. Hmm. I twisted this one in a pretzel at a skate park three, four years ago. It felt like, to me, it felt like if you took a banana and slowly bent it until it broke, like, that's what the inside of my knee felt like. It's the only way I can explain. But it's cool. Now it's just back to a normal bad knee.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) And you
0: just kind of have to lower your standards. Like, I'm going to get some grinds today. I'm not going to do fucking (laughs) this or that. Like... I it uh, nah. so yeah, I don't
2: even try. Even when I get my normal board out and I was thinking I was trying to be a good skater, you know, it was just three flips, heel flips, kick flips, tail slides and shit, slappies, most rail slides, feebles, nothing. I won't jump stairs and shit.
4: Hmm.
2: flat out. I just won't do it. There's no, I wish I could take back half the stairs I jumped <laughs> and half the walls I with off. Like, there's just no need.
0: Yeah. For football, that you've been watching anything like uh, TV, any movies or Netflix? I hooked
2: anything? on uh, for some reason. I never watched it as a kid, but I've been watching fucking U- that that Ultimate Fighting shit. Oh, really? But I ain't watching the new dudes. I'm watching all the old guys from the '90s that my friends were talking about that I didn't watch. And the boxers too. I've been watching old boxing from the '90s.
0: Who are the guys? You know, Was that it's Conor McGregor, me. or is that before that? Yeah,
2: I've been watching some of his, but now that he got just got arrested for rape, I ain't watching
0: that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he just got busted.
2: Rape. Fuck out of here.
0: That's the worst shit.
2: <laughs> oh, dude, come on, man. Yeah, the minted salt.
0: There's Shamrock, too, right? He's one?
2: Yeah, all those guys, man. Okay. I don't remember their names. You all just see him up there. It's Diaz versus blah, 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 and you just click on it and watch it, but I don't the boxer I've been watching lately, because I hated him as a kid in my 20s, is that uh, Prince Nassim Ahmed, dude. He's badass. That guy was fucking sick. Really? Holy shit, it feels unbelievable. The most unorthodox fighter I've ever seen. He was so braggadocious and ridiculous. He's laughable, because how little he is. But besides that, this dude could fight like a maniac. Mm. And, then, and then I posted on Facebook, like, oh, this Prince Nassim kid was sick. And Everyone started coming on there. I watched him get knocked out a hell of time and all this shit. Well, I just went and watched every one of his fights. Guess when he got knocked out? Never. Oh, really? <laughs> Never got knocked out. He only lost one fight. It was his last fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I watched him train, and the reason he was so unorthodox is he didn't come at you and would try to counter. But he was a counter, but not in the normal sense. He would train one of them heavy body bags, they would throw it at him. And then he would duck, duck, and then as it's going back from him, he would do these crazy lunge punches. Right, and that's how he would fight. <sighs> so you would come in and fuck with him, and jump back, and he would just go, "Wham!" He's dropping. And, drop and he, yeah, he fought both ways, righty and lefty. I don't know. I'm just hyped on how the kid fought, man. It's, it's good.
0: <laughs> I was heartbroken when. Tyson went downhill. He was just like when in his prime, he, he was, was no one was as good as him ever.
2: He's still the best. He was the best ever. he, like, he
0: came him. out, and Something. you're just like, oh, oh, done. He would have know? beat
2: anyone at any time. All the days from the past, he would have destroyed them.
0: Yeah, it just stuff to, eyes to watch. Just
2: well, it was his mental capacity. He, he hmm. was a mental patient to begin with. You know, they or made him be a boxer. Right. And then once. He got older and there's controversy in his life. That's too much for him to handle. There's, he should have never fought again, especially after like the rape gang and the prison. Mm. And then now you're, you're even more mad. You're not going to be able to compose yourself. It was like I don't consider. I don't even consider those fights happening. Like they shouldn't happen.
0: Yeah, the Holy Field. you oh, man. I was just-
2: that was ridiculous. Like even going into the fight, I was like, dude, Tyson don't have a chance. Dude, don't train. Dude's a maniac. Yeah why
0: take these fights? did you ever see yeah, a stand up though when he did he did a little tour he just stand up comedy he, did, no. he, he yeah tyson came around he did like a stand up show he's like basically telling his whole story but like with a comedy twist it's it's kind oh, of i'm going to have
2: to check it out you no, have to tough. check
0: it it's kind of next level it's like wow pretty sick he's almost like making fun of himself for being the idiot when he was and just kind yeah, of like
2: how i do myself nowadays yeah, I mean, we
0: all do, right? Yeah, it's like, that's
2: how it goes, man.
0: Yeah, you go out the door. Yeah, um, is there ever gonna be an EMB documentary?
2: I don't know a few people tried.
0: What happened? Like, stopped. I think Thorn told me like it was like filmed and shit. Like they were editing was, like years was. ago. We
2: filmed, we filmed so much shit, and then I have no clue what ever happened to it. Huh. I have no clue. And there's multiple different people tried doing different little things, and none of it ever just came about, I guess.
0: Huh. We need
2: that. I have no
0: idea. Maybe they just didn't have the funds or something. I don't know. I'm
2: guessing, I mean,
0: I remember hearing lots about it, though.
2: You know, when people try to do projects like that, they buy too many mimosas and shit. <laughs> spend, spend up all their fucking money after it. Japanese restaurant. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah, I watched it go down many a time. People will come with money, want to do projects, raging the town, then they just disappear. <laughs> Broke. Fuck. Done. Oh, man.
0: Are you drinking these days or are you
2: up No, I don't just No drinking. Yeah. Uh, it's but, smoke, though. Yeah. Yeah, oh. still get anxiety from it, but still do it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, right at right at the beginning, always anxiety.
0: Uh huh. But it's mm-hmm. worth it overall, or what?
2: It goes away. Anxiety can't do nothing to you. It's a fake emotion. Yeah. Most emotions are fake. They're not real. They're just in your brain. We you just make them up. Right. Yeah. 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 Totally.
0: Yeah. I don't. i reading
2: these damn books. They try to explain emotion to you. Emotion is just—it's a fucked up thing, man. It's not real most days. Yeah. And the easiest way he explained it at the very end was like, it's simple as this. If there's a problem, like let's say I have cancer, okay? There's only two outcomes. Can I fix the problem? Well, if I can fix the problem, then there's nothing to worry about. There don't need to be anxious. But the same thing is for the other question. If I can't fix the problem, once again, nothing, there's nothing to worry
0: about. Yeah.
2: So in reality, I... there's never anything to fucking worry about.
0: Well, the anxiety comes with the unknown, right? It's like, how long am I going to live? Isn't anxiety
2: stressing off the future and uh, depression is is off the past or some shit like that? Neither one of those things are happening. Only now.
0: Right. Live in the now. But then just
2: because you read these things don't mean you can implement them into your life. Like, I tell people these stories all the time, and I'm a hypocrite because I stress out every fucking day. I have anxiety every day. I worry every day. Yeah. But yeah, when know. people ask me about it, I'm like,
0: "Don't worry about it." Yeah, I was, I was telling my fiance, "I'm a great teacher, a horrible student." It's yeah, like I can sure. give you the advice, I can't take it. Take it. I hear what, what I'm say, saying, but I'm do. like,
3: fuck, <laughs> the fuck
0: up. "Yeah, it's fucked up."
2: Actually, want we'll to hear a funny story? I went out, got on my board today day I turned fifty, and it was felt different. Really? For you? Yeah. I don't know what it was. I felt like. If I showed up at a park full of kids and I bailed seven kickflips straight, it doesn't matter. It means nothing. And it never did. When
0: you first started skating and someone said, hey, you're still going to be doing this when you're 50, you would have just laughed.
2: I would have laughed in their face. Yeah. Here's a funny one. When I was 16, I met a kid who skated and he was 19. And I thought that was the most crazy fucking shit I've ever seen. And I felt bad for him. No, I'm serious. Adam Bargadero, I was like, dude, 19, still skating yeah (laughs) what the fuck get out of here
0: that was like when we used to go to the bar and i would see fish at the bar and i'd be like oh my god fish is like 25 and he's he's still at the bar But 30 years (laughs) later i'm 45 (laughs) at the bar
2: yeah yeah nothing changed man i'll always be out skating right nothing else to do
0: it was cool when I helped Staba do the tired video. We got some clips of you in there. We were so fired up.
2: He'd been trying to get me to film the whole part, but I never liked nothing I had, man.
0: Uh,
2: was, uh, yeah. Like no, all the thanks. days I felt like I wish the camera was on me. It wasn't around. And the days the camera was there, I was just like, <laughs> nice. 48
0: years old. I think a little uh-huh. goes a long ways these days for sure.
2: Yeah, but I can still do all my little favorite flat ground tricks and all my favorite ledge tricks that ended up turning me pro in the first place, which means like why did I ever turned pro in the first place is <laughs> me. I have backside grinds, front side pivot grinds, back front and back tail slides. That's it. Rail slides, like switch shove it and shit, like switch frontside, side shove it some, all that's just that normal same shit. Yeah. Yeah, I love doing it. Why did you bail? Over and over.
0: Why did you leave SF, was it?
2: Too my expensive? brother got murdered. That's it? Yeah.
0: Oh, fuck. Came
2: back to visit and get the body from Alabama. and, he, and see In the Alabama? Family and they, that's where it happened, yeah. I had to go down there and get him. Come back up to Ohio. My mom was fucking slipped, as you could expect. And then my girlfriend's mom was living by herself, taking care of grandpa. And so we were like, you know what, man? let's go back and, and help out here. That's the best thing to do. So I came back with her, helped take care of my family the most I could, and then helped with her family.
0: Do they know who did it?
2: Oh, yeah, they caught him that day.
0: There it's in like jail? a little
2: book. I could write a little movie about it. It's like yeah. one of those weird, like he was a mental patient who was the brother of my, of my brother's wife. My brother's wife's brother. Mental patient was locked Your Brother's
0: away. wife's brother murdered your brother.
2: Yes.
3: What the fuck?
2: Yeah, it, it, it even goes deeper. And had been once we once it was all said and done, and investigation was over. It wasn't an instant thing. It was plotted out over time. Fuck Dude, man. you could write a book about it. He was slowly poisoning them with strychnine in the food. He had taken over my brother's identity online and was speaking with my other brother. No. Oh, dude. all kind, Yeah, it gets deep. I just got goosebumps thinking about it. And then my brother comes home one day with his wife and the kid from t-ball practice, and the house is locked up and boarded up. My brother's an ex-Marine. He was like, yo, what the fuck? The daughter went around looked through the window, and his name is Jason, too, the same as my little brother. And she's like, Jason's in there with a gun. So my brother's like, what the fuck? Blooped the door open. Dude started pumping him for the lead. Shot him 13 times. No, 12 times. There was 13 holes in his body. And listen, everybody thinks you need a big gun to kill someone. Killed this man with a twenty-two rifle.
0: Damn.
2: A fucking swirl gun.
0: <laughs> and what happened to that dude? Is he in jail or did they...
2: He's in a mental home. The judge said as long as she's alive and still a judge, he'll be strapped to a bed and forced full of medicine so his brain doesn't work.
3: God damn it.
2: Because that's all they can do. Oh, fuck. Sorry, man. Oh, you're good. I didn't even go to the court or none of that shit. I didn't think I'd be able to um, control myself.
0: What year was that?
2: 2001.
0: Okay. Coming up on yeah, 20 19, years.
2: 19 years. Yeah, 20 Damn. Years. Heavy. Damn man. Heavy. He was
0: 26. It was crazy. Hey, I'll tell you what Felper told me. We got to document everything. So, fucking, maybe you should write a book or something. Might be fucking, it might be a way for you to, like, get some shit out of you, get too. But of like,
2: I don't yeah. think I've ever even, I've never even sat down and, and um, went through the whole thing yet. Mm. 20 years later.
0: It's oh. probably, yeah, it's probably like yeah, triple padlock. Yeah. You're like,
2: I don't know about it that is. <laughs> in this little fucking thing, man.
0: Yeah, fucking.
2: Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure, for sure.
0: Life's a trip. Yeah. Uh, are, you, are you guys, what's it like in Cincinnati with this COVID and stuff? Are people taking it serious or?
2: Some are, most aren't. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, it's a violation of my freedom. This shit's fake, it's a hoax, uh-huh. all that garbage shit, you know. Selfish okay. individuals. No one cares about the other ones. Right. You know what I mean? I wear my mask when I go places strictly because I'm not a selfish person. And I also take care of that elderly lady.
0: Exactly. I
2: mean, what yeah. if I'm just blowing COVID in your face? Yep. I don't want to do that, dude. Yeah. Whether I never even heard about it or not. People don't have no compassion for others. And they're selfish is what it is. Everyone's spoiled and selfish.
0: So much so. And America like,
2: hasn't thinking like there's something special when you're just another fucking human... And if you disappear, a few people will think about you sometimes. Everything else just goes on. Don't gives a fuck.
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
2: So you got to have compassion for everyone.
0: That's why you got to hold on to that special one in your life and just fucking hold on.
2: Oh, yeah. I've been with my girl for uh, 25 years. Now.
0: 25?
2: Yeah. I, I, met her, I met her on a tour. Came through Ohio. Split from a tour that they were doing. Came to Ohio. Matter
4: and we've been showing ever
2: since. Hmm. Yeah, because I need to just let me be who I am. That's perfect. I used
0: go skateboard sometimes, and uh do much else. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, dude, I'm fucking stoked we caught up. Um, Hell yes, lady. We usually end this thing with a fucking jam. You got a good song you want to fucking throw on as we sail out of here? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Shout at the
0: devil. Shout at the
2: fucking Follow devil. You, baby. Shout shout
0: hell yeah well thanks why? dude i don't know why not <laughs>
2: One of my first tapes I ever what do you think hey what do you think about raiders in vegas honest truth yeah been waiting since we moved back from la yeah we copyrighted when we left la we tried to go to vegas and they, the owner vote said no and so since 1995 i think it is they already had copyrighted and llc and everything. Las Vegas Raiders, the website, the fucking online, everything. That's what yeah. they've always wanted. Because, and the only reason, well I was a Raider fan before I ever moved to California, so I don't have that time. Except when I lived there, I was at every fucking game, of course. But besides that, that county, Alameda County, disrespected the Oakland Raiders for so many decades that I, fuck Alameda County. Mm. Yeah, the A should get the fuck out. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're in that old ass stadium, and just like dude, that shit was trash. Our players didn't have a chance. No one wanted to come there. The fucking toilets leaked. The the ceilings were leaking. It, yeah, unbelievable. We didn't even have we had fax machines. Our workout room, workout room, looked like a fucking high school and shit. Yeah, just garbage.
0: And now, dude, Raiders Sin City. Come on, it's like match made in hell. Yeah.
2: Even Bill Belichick said it's the best thing that could ever happen to an NFL franchise and there's no state taxes. Uh, the damn. players love it. The free agents are like, please, please let me come there. That's we're the only thing the players brave. are going to
0: get into some shit.
2: <laughs> I don't know, man. We're building a little culture. <laughs> building. They know what's out there. We're not fucking around. We, okay. we, we we drafted a guy in the third round. His eyes were a little bit too big for the lights. Ship them off to Miami. All right. That's the new way in the Raider. If you if you fuck around, we just give you the boot. We don't care. We'll eat draft picks and you're guaranteed money. And other teams are noticing that, and they're going to be doing the same shit. If a guy's fucking around, fuck him. Go away.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it goes now. But we'll see. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm just stoked that they're fucking getting it in because I know it sounds lame to a lot of people, but personally, when sports happened, like – this pandemic and all that shit that's happening, I was like really having a hard time staying not depressed and sports is like helping Yeah, it, it
2: does, for sure. It gives you something to uh, immerse yeah. yourself in, going to fantasy land. Yeah, like NFL to me now that I'm older is like a soap opera. Like the win-lose shit, like eh, it's fine. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like do I get bombed if the Raiders lose? Well, of course, but it's not going to linger until the next TV show I watch. Like right. it used to. It'll linger right. all week. Now it doesn't matter if they won the Super Bowl. What do I get? Nothing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I it mean, doesn't we matter. got it.
2: You just watch for the you just watch for the drama and
0: the fun. We got three World Series titles in five years. We got fucking like four, su- four or five Super Bowl rings, and then we Keep got the three NBA champions. It's like I'm good. My grandpa didn't get life. any of that. That's what you I'm understand? saying. Even oh, though right. my
2: Raiders got me my championships as a kid, that's what I tell these fools. Like, when the Raiders were really, really bad, mm. like some of my neighbors who were Bingo fans would talk shit to me. And, and my only thing I would tell them is, like, here's something I just need to say to you. My team has won championships in my lifespan, Years will not. Right. And they don't talk to me anymore about the Raiders. <laughs> they just shut the fuck up. <laughs> they don't talk to me. That's it. Yeah, man. It's all uh, good. All just right. let me enjoy my, my, my fantasy. <laughs> Mm hmm. Well, yeah, it's Jim. like Disney to me. <laughs> this right. is my childhood thing, yeah, yeah. It's like toys yeah. Well, stay up, dude. Stay healthy out there.
0: Thanks so much yes, for fucking connecting and stuff. It's good. You, you no got any, plan, I, I, any plans? Probably not any plans coming out here anytime soon, anyway, huh? With all this shit. No, going. I'm
2: not. No, I, ain't getting
0: right. on damn plane. I think <laughs> yeah. one is gonna reverse everything somehow.
2: We'll get it all figured out one day. We always prosper. The country's only been around a few hundred years. History repeats itself. We're fine.
0: Yeah. We got
4: it. a
2: few hundred years ain't going to be the end of us. Exactly. We we got this. Unless the apocalypse is coming, but it's not. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we're going to pull through, man. You just got to deal with the hardships. It ain't nothing. And like I always tell people, if the people from the past saw the way we're acting now over what's going on in the world, they would just laugh in the face. We got it made still. Even with everything that's happening, we're living better than they lived. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Just a nomad, nomads running around. Yeah. Barters, like,
0: yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's for real. That's what I've been saying yeah. too, for sure.
2: Yeah. Fuck yeah. We're doing
0: good. Thanks, dude.
2: Thank you. S- Hell yeah, my man.
0: Stay up, man. I'll talk to you soon.
2: All right, boys. You have a good day, player. All right, cheers. Bye, bro. Shout!